welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching. And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there. You can't see the spinach in your own teeth. And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense. We are continuing on the social responsibility train. Woo, woo. I, I got to tell you, Jen, I was like, okay, a bunch of trains jumped in my head, right? Train, the singing guy's train, Choo Choo Charlie jumped in my head, Ozzy Osbourne crazy train, and then, of course, the train whistle. So we're it. training. <laughs> we're training. So we've actually gotten a few questions, which is great. If you ever have any comments or thoughts that you want to um, share with us about the podcast, just send us an email at getreal at kickstartyouredge.com. And we did get an email about somebody who says, I really feel that I need to develop my social responsibility and I'm unsure about how I can do that. So Karen and I said, let's talk about it in the EQI 2.0 subscale capacity. How do you take elements of emotional intelligence to help balance a lower social responsibility? So just as a reminder to the listeners, the EQI 2.0 is emotional intelligence um, assessment that Karen and I certified people in to be able to give, administer, and to uh, debrief the results. And if you're interested in that, let us know. But there's 15 subscales as part of that that the assessment measures. So we're going to talk about three subscales that you can use to increase your social responsibility. The three subscales are self-actualization, interpersonal relationships, and empathy. So Kara, let's talk a little bit about how self-actualization, a focus on that can actually increase your social responsibility. So if we're going to talk about self-actualization and how it's actually going to balance with social responsibility, I just want to go over really quick the definition of self-actualization. And that's referring to your ability and tendency to grow and strive, to see your potential, to set meaningful goals, and to work toward your better, betterment and fulfillment. And it's funny, Jen, because it makes me think about how then do you allocate more time um, to what's important, right? How if you're so if you're self-actualized, it's about okay, great, what's the goal? Great. And then how perhaps make the goal something along the lines of something having to do with social responsibility. So, okay, a goal perhaps to go volunteer. And then how do you make that the goal? So you're growing that social responsibility and tying it in to your self-actualization. But you got to make sure that it's meaningful because that's so much about self-actualization too. So it's not about finding a random goal that doesn't mean anything. It's about how can you find a goal that means something to you that's overall about the greater good. I love that, Kara. And then if we attach meaning to the goal on, again, why is it social responsibility is something you want to grow? What would be different? How would you feel? What would that look like? If you had 10% more social responsibility in your day-to-day life, what would that, what would be the gains of that? And then making step-by-step goals to be able to get there. Love it. Great one. You know, what's funny, Jen, it makes me think of um, like years ago, 
I used to volunteer for the uh, the first tee, right? It's to help kids learn about golf and to learn about leadership. And the great thing was, it was, I, I mean, I love golf. I love leadership and I loved helping kids and helping them learn to play golf and about leadership. I mean, talk about a win, win, win all over the place. And it was just being able to connect with that thing that was bigger than me. Yep, that's it, right? So being able to put those things together uh, worked out well. The second one that we talked about was interpersonal relationships. So basically for social responsibility, if you want to increase that, take a look at the interpersonal relationships, right? And that's your um, ability to give and receive trust and compassion and establish um, mutually satisfying personal relationships. So if you are high in relationship, it's about looking at social responsibility of how you impact others. What relationships do you want to develop? What types of uh, ways could social responsibility strengthen community ties, strengthening a sense of belonging, strengthening the not only the impact that you can make socially, but who are you doing it with? How are you connecting? What ways do those relationships that could be developed actually strengthen how you feel um, about people that then is also making an impact in the world. You know, and, and one that makes me think, Jen, it's about really how are you going to um, roll up your sleeves and support people, support colleagues, support teams, support groups, right? Those relationships, the interpersonal relationships that are just going to increase that social responsibility. Love it. And then the last one we're going to talk about is empathy. And yes, we did talk about empathy back in June, but I'm going to remind you of the definition. Empathy is your ability and willingness to take notice of and be sensitive to other people's needs and feelings. And it's funny, Janet, I'm going to tap back into really quick that whole princess die thing and it was what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And they really truly believed one thing that was really unique when we talked about in the EQ Edge book that was so powerful with Princess Diana was the combination of her social responsibility and empathy. She embraced those causes that were dear to her heart. She went really beyond what was expected of her. She did things that people weren't even going to think that she was going to do. So in that, that combination, it's about how do you balance them both, right? How do you put yourself in other people's shoes? How do you see the broader perspective? You know, when you have a concern for other people, how do, how do we see how that affects the whole? How does it affect so much more than just the, you know, the one small thing that you actually might have in your head? So, you know, it's, it's that ripple effect again. How does it get to that bigger picture? I love it. One of the great ways to think about where do you want to have more social responsibility impact is to look through your own life and say, what would have been helpful for me? What causes do I connect with? What, um, you know, if I was going through this difficult time, what do I wish had been available for me? Using the empathy of your own life experiences to see what the world needs more of. Or if, you know, like I always say, if you are with somebody going through a challenge, 
what was helpful to them and how can you bring that to others? So a lot of times through the empathy, it's your shared experiences with others that can inform how you want to have an impact on social responsibility. So I guess that wraps up all of our social responsibility talk. It's an important part. And I do know that when we contribute to society at a bigger level, the emotional payoff of it is super strong. And although this is the end of us talking about social responsibility, it could just be the beginning for you to increase yours. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast. Craving more in-depth discussions? Check out the Get Real Inner Circle with our no BS in crowd of coaches. Join live coaching discussions, breakdowns of coaching calls, and have some fun while you're at it. You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle. It's time to get real.